Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I've been gone for two days. I got back from New Orleans last night. Texas losing to Washington in the Sugar Bowl. I was bummed. I was bummed. But I have to say that Washington is a better team. Michael Penix Jr. was unbelievable in that game. And so I went going in Chelsea I went going into the Sugar Bowl with the the idea that you know I think we can win this game but also I'm trying to take a big picture perspective because winning a conference title and making it this far is something I would take every single year and so I'm upset obviously as a fan you always want to win but at the same time I think Washington is just better than Texas so I think once I have a couple days to calm down from watching my favorite team on the planet lose, I'll say, you know what? You lost two games this year. You won the Big 12 title. You had a chance in the final seconds of that game to actually win the Sugar Bowl. It was a great trip. And I'll be grateful for that instead of being kind of down about it, you know? Yeah, Kay and I were talking about the heartbreak standings between you and PJ. PJ Glasser, of course, went to Alabama. <sighs> I believe he went to the Rose Bowl game. And his team he did. lost as well. Uh, so we were saying, okay, so who deserves to be more heartbroken? Because at first I was like, okay, well, PJ's team lost in overtime. Does that, you know, skyrocket him in the standings? But then mm-hmm. Jenks is a fan of Texas who for the longest time, when you say Texas is back, people say it as a joke. So now yeah. Texas is officially back and it's been so long since Texas has really been on the stage. 
Alabama, on the other hand, like their fans are like, do I go to the semifinal or do I go to the national championship? <laughs> These are the decisions we always have to make. I'm like, oh, must be nice. So I think that skyrockets you to number one in the standings because Texas, you know, it's been such yeah. a long time and it felt like this was kind of the year where they had lightning in a bottle and they came so close. I will so say, close. just as a sports fan in general, all you can ask for is a good game and for your team to play well. Wouldn't you say Texas played pretty well? Like, I didn't get to see, pretty like, well. some of the second half because I had to wake up for this damn show yeah. that we do every morning. Um, but still, it felt like Texas played overall a pretty solid game. Like, yeah, they gave up 400 yards to Michael Penix Jr., but he's a really good quarterback. Do you feel like yeah. Texas played well for the most part? Uh, Texas played okay. They had a couple of turnovers, a couple of fumbles that were huge in that game, one on the fourth quarter, which really hurt them. I wish they had tried to get more pressure on Michael Penix, and they really didn't try. They tried to get pressure with a four-man front, and that didn't work, so they really didn't bring a lot of blitzes. So that made me upset as a football fan. Overall, Texas played okay. We didn't play our best game, but I also have to give full credit to Washington. The fact that Texas had a chance at the end of that game to win it is remarkable because they never led in that game. So Texas played okay, but ultimately... Like you were saying, it's it's tough to absorb the L, but I just think Penix and those receivers and that team, they're just better than we are, and so that's something I'm just going to have to take, Chelsea. But at least it was, a, thank God we didn't go down there and get blown up by 50 or something like that. I think that's what I was kind of alluding to, because I know it wasn't yeah. Texas's best game or else they would have won, um, but I think what you can ask for is a close game, and the fact mm -hmm. that they were still in it, despite at times, it felt like Washington was like way ahead at halftime. And they weren't. Yeah. I think that was the surprising part is that the most of the first half, it looked like Washington was the much better team, but yet the scoreboard didn't necessarily reflect it. But simply mm -hmm. from a logistic standpoint, Jenks, what kind of, you know, conundrum would you be in if Texas had won? Because, like, think about this logic. Oh, God. Would you be putting yourself in the position of saying, okay, now I've got to find a way to go to the national championship game? Like, I think that's the only silver lining is like, okay, well, yeah. now you don't have to figure out that, you know, uh, maze of true. a travel situation. That's true because I'm broke. I got no money. I need to get paid. <laughs> oh, my God. That trip. We had a great time. Let me tell you, the first night, I nearly didn't make it past the first night. And I owe the lovely Catherine a big time, a big time favor or two or three. Because the first night... We had an amazing time. We did a little bit of everything. We went to some nice restaurants. We went to the casino. We played blackjack. I'll tell you that story. We won some hands playing blackjack, and Catherine doesn't ever really gamble, and she was having a great time. She got the bug. We had a great New Year's. I met some friends of mine. I saw some friends from high school. I, I randomly saw three people I went to high school with. So it was amazing. But the first night, we went on a ghost tour that Catherine scheduled. This was not a ghost tour. This was a pub crawl. This was a pub crawl. And it went from this dude, this random dude who was totally mailing it in, saying something about the history of New Orleans. It wasn't even, it wasn't even scary. Some of these stories were just like historical perspectives on New Orleans for five minutes. And then you'd be like, okay, let's go in here and have a drink. It's like, okay. So we'd go in, everyone would like slam a hurricane. 
And then 50 minutes later, he'd walk outside, walk about five feet and be like, you know, this is what happened here a few years ago. And some people say she's still around. Let's go into this bar and have a drink. We're like, okay, four drinks, one hour. I didn't have dinner. Well, let me tell you something. I decided that it was time to sing karaoke on stage in New Orleans while hugging a hurricane. And it was not my best performance. I don't know how I got home. I know this. The Catherine said we got to the hotel. And I was like, hey, can we just can we just go back to the hotel? And she's like, honey, we're 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 here. I'm like, I know, but we could just go home. I'm just I'm I want to go to bed. And she's like, we're right here. And I go, I just want to go. And she goes, you know what? You're right. Let's go. And I was like, okay. And I just walk <laughs> walk up the stairs and we go to bed. So that was not my bet. I woke up the next morning dying, absolutely dying. But then I made it through, recovered, and things sort of tempered from there. But New Orleans almost knocked me out after one night. One night. Okay, so was that the night before New Year's Eve? Because that's the tricky part yes. of New Year's Eve weekend is that you can't yes. go out too hard on Friday because Saturday, I believe, was oh. New Year's Eve. Or was it Sunday? I don't even remember, and I don't even know. So what did you, New Year's Eve looked cool though. Like the peacock room, that looked really cool. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It was awesome. So I woke up on New Year's Eve and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I I don't know. I had forgotten about New Orleans. I had forgotten what this place Strap it in, buddy. Stra- and I, I remember sitting across the table from Catherine and being like, Michael, it's one o'clock. And you absolutely are going to go out for New Year's Eve tonight. Like, there's no question about it. So I just kept hydrating, 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 eating. And I, I felt like death. And finally, about like 4.35, I was like, all right. All right. I got this. I got this now. I felt more like myself. And then we went and changed clothes. We had a wonderful New Year's together. That was really great. Went to the casino. Oh, let me tell you this. You ever, I'm sure this has happened to you, when your ego gets in the way, when you're playing, it could be any anything at the casino, and you know better. So Catherine's like, let's just pull out a couple hundred dollars. Let's just go play blackjack or roulette and see what happens. And I was like, okay. So we sat down at one table, and it was on me. And I had 16, and normally I always hit 16, and I decided I would get cute. And I stayed, and guess what? He pulled a five. And I'm like, Michael, Mm. that is your own damn fault. And so we lost $100 like that because $50 minimum at these tables. Of course, jacket all the way up. I know. The cheapest tables on the floor. So we're walking around. Now we got $100 to play with. And I was like, and I'm so mad at myself. I'm like, I know better than that. And Catherine's like, let's just find another table. Give it a shot. I was like, really? She was like, this time you picked the table. I was like, okay. I go, well, I like the one next to it. I like the vibe from this guy. She's like, okay. Then we sat down, and 
We won four straight hands, including Catherine had an 11. The dealer had eight. I was like, you got to double on this. Like, you got to. And she doubled. Boom. Blackjack. So then we won four. Then we walked away up a few hundred dollars. And Catherine was like, let's keep it going. I was like, nope. I was like, honey, I'm mm. telling you, we got to walk. She's like, I think we can get to a grand. I was like, no, no, we can't. <laughs> no. no. We can't. I, I mean, Kat. <laughs> She got the bug and she was like, we're winning. I was like, I know. I go, babe, listen, we lost. Now we're up a few hundred. It's new. Let's take this cash, right? It's either $50. We could lose this all in a couple hands. And so by God, I, I convinced her. We we got up. And so we we won. And I felt much better about myself. I was like, I knew I knew how to play this game. And which, of course, half of it is luck, right? But the, for the next two hours, Catherine would lean in and be like, I think, honestly, I think we could have won $1,000 tonight. I was like, honey, I know it always seems that way. I'm telling you the fact that we won, what, three, four hands in a row, and we doubled, and we won, that is a gift. We walked, even the dealer was like, nice job, guys. Even the dealer was like, great job to you guys. And so from there, we took that money and just kept it. But then we went out to the Peacock Room in New Orleans, had a nice dinner, had some drinks, celebrated. But what was, <laughs> poor Catherine. So I'm feeling good now. And I was, I'm like, I'm going to be in my best behavior tonight. And so everything was great. And poor Catherine wanted to make one of those videos, you know, where we kiss at midnight. Okay. And. And where, you know, right as something's going down, you hit the button on your phone and it flips and it shows like yourself or the crowd. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Catherine yeah. accidentally stopped the video. So it goes five, four, three, two, done. Video's over. Oh, <laughs> no. I know. I know. She was so upset. I was like, honey, it's okay. You know, we kissed. We had an awesome time together. We so we danced a little bit. We had a champagne toast. Like, we had a great time. But she was waiting. She had been talking about this video she was going to make for now. I was like, whatever you want to do, honey. If you make your video, I'm, I'm here for it. Just whatever you want to do. And sure enough, we were watching and cackling the next day. Three, two, video goes dark. <laughs> so oh, no. We got plenty of pictures, but the video did not work out. So I felt really bad for her. But the pictures were nice. You guys cleaned up well. I never would have guessed, guessed that you were nursing a very terrible hangover. Oh, Those pictures. God. Like, it looks great, buddy. At least by the time Thank the sun you. set. And I've been there before. Uh, remember when I went on that bachelorette party to New Orleans? Oh, yeah. New Orleans always gets you. Uh, and it's always those long, skinny drinks. Because isn't mm -hmm. that on the checklist? Like, of things you have to do in New Orleans. Right. You have to get one of those ridiculously long. Uh, I guess you call them a hurricane. I think I got a frozen yeah. drink. Is that a hurricane? It's not, is it? Probably a daiquiri, maybe? It wasn't a daiquiri. It was some, like, thing that I had never heard of. Um mm -hmm. But still, it was a frozen drink in one of those long, skinny cups because you want the visual. You want to look absolutely ridiculous oh, yeah. walking down Bourbon Street carrying that long, skinny drink. But did you accomplish all the things that you felt like you needed to accomplish in New Orleans? Because it sounds like the itinerary you did. You did the ghost tour. You got really drunk. You got one of those long, skinny drinks. You got a nice dinner. Did you mm -hmm. get some beignets? Uh, we did have a beignet or two. I didn't need a ton. So we got that done. And then I have to tell you, I walked into the casino the first time before we played blackjack, and I hear, Michael Jenkins? Michael? And I turn, and these are my friends, Stacy and Steven from high school that got married. I couldn't believe it. And then 
I was really taken aback. I got a call from my friend. So I, I visit with them and I'm like, oh my God, what are you guys doing here? They were there for the game. And then I get a call from my friend Donnie. My friend Donnie, who I was really tight with in college, we went to high school together, but he was a senior when I was a freshman. So we weren't really tight then. We became tighter when we went to college. I haven't seen Donnie in, in 20 years. And he calls me, he goes, I hear that you're in New Orleans. I was like, yep, I'm here. He goes, I gotta see you. Like, let's, let's find a way to meet up at the Sugar Bowl. So at halftime of the Sugar Bowl, we're, you know, we're talking to each other. Like, I'm here, I'm here. And he comes up to me and I almost cried. And he just looks at me, and goes, my best friend, and just gave me the biggest hug. He's like, I haven't seen you in 20 years. And oh my God. And so, yes, it was awesome that I saw all of these people. We did. I mean, I got drunk. We had amazing dinners. We had beignets. We saw the football game. Catherine popped into a million shops. And then finally, I'll throw in, she wanted to pop into a jewelry shop to look at rings because we're going to get married at some point. Uh, you know what I watched Catherine try on? And, of course, these people have no idea what my budget is. Catherine mentioned something to me about a pear-shaped diamond. And the woman, who we weren't talking to, goes, oh, I have pears. Reaches in and pulls out the biggest rings I've ever seen in my life. And I look at the price tag on this one ring. $342,000. Oh, my god! Oh, yeah. I was like. She thought you <sighs> big roller, huh? Uh, well, she was talking to a mini roller, and she had no idea. Why don't we cut the three zeros off of that? How about $342? How does that sound? Oh but no. gosh. Woo! She was like, we'll give you a bottle of champagne. I was like, you don't give me half the store for this. <laughs> for more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.